0: Hi there, this is Andre and you are on the Marketing Innovation Podcast Show. Our special guest today is LZ, or as many know him, the mayor. He's the CEO of Podcast Town, the podcasting agency through which he helps people and brands connect, communicate, and cultivate relationships with their audience through podcasting, coaching, and training. Today, we'll discuss podcasts as part of a comprehensive content marketing strategy, as well as tips and strategies to run a professional podcast show. So without further ado, Elsie, it's a pleasure to have you here on the show. How are you? How's the morning slash almost lunchtime going? <laughs> <laughs> well, first
1: of all, Andre, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am doing fantastic. It is um, around eleven a.m., almost lunchtime here in the in the U.S. So um, I'm excited and, and full of energy and ready to, to talk podcasting.
0: Love it, super. So let's uh, let's go. We have a very curious audience here. I know that podcasting has been you know on the marketer's mind for you know like five years now, and things are moving forward in many cases. But I think the way that we will approach the subject today is going to be super relevant and super interesting. I'm excited to to get to it. Um, However, I would like to start by letting you tell us a bit about you and about your journey and how you started on this path. Are you up for it? Let's do it. Super. Over to you. So my journey started... um pretty
1: much by accident in terms of how I got into podcasting. Um, I'll, spare, I'll spare you the long uh, version of this story, but uh, it, essentially I was looking to learn and I was stuck in my side hustle and I wanted to quit my day job, but I didn't have the knowledge. I felt I needed to know more about business and how to run business in order to get over that hump. And so my bright idea was I was going to start this show called Enterprise Now, and I was going to invite these brilliant business minds onto my show and learn from them. And so that's what I did. I started my (laughs) show. I started learning so many uh, concepts and principles from these business owners that eventually, uh, it worked i was able to quit to nice. my day job and do podcasting um, at full time so uh, so that's the lo- long and short story but um it, it was totally not my intention to to start a podcast business it just sort of happened
0: okay so you initially just wanted to be a podcaster
1: i wanted to do anything other than my day job Quite honestly, I'm, I'm a business guy. I, I love entrepreneurship, um, solving problems and helping people, um, get to, to, to the next level in, in their business and in their lives. And so, um, I really saw an opportunity in the podcast space that it was growing, that the on-demand culture was in increasing, um, and it still continues to do so. And so, um, it, it it was kind of a timing thing where the 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 problem presented itself at the right time. I had the skill set and I, I jumped in both feet. Very nice. Uh,
0: can I ask what was the job that you were hating before?
1: <laughs> oh, all of them. I've never had a job I've, I I liked, Andre. Okay. Like ever. I've had jobs that I could deal with. They were okay, but I've never had a job that I loved until okay. now.
0: Of course. Okay. Okay. That's, that's very, very cool that you managed to, you know, find the, find your place here. So w- how long was the period of time when you were hating your jobs? And uh, when did the switch happen?
1: Yeah. So I've worked since I was 15 years old, Andre, mm-hmm. and um, I'm 39 now. So quite a long time. I, I probably worked my side gig in my adult career for about 15 years before mm-hmm. I was able to make that transition. Um, and it, it's, it's quite frankly, it was scary, you know, you're, you're going from, and I was at the time I was making six figures. So I, it wasn't like I was, a, you know, making a job that I, I couldn't pay the bills with. I was financially, I was doing all right, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, I, I made the transition and um, I, I, I could say, I wish in some ways, I wish I had would, had done it earlier, but in, in some ways, I'm glad it happened when it did because I, I learned so much from how um, larger cor- corporations operate that um, that helped me in my business now mm-hmm.
0: Sweet. So just for our audience to uh, know in terms of the time frames, um, how long have you been having this business, and when did you actually move to being a full-time podcast? right?
1: Yeah, so my business started in 2011. So I think um, if I'm doing the math, that's 10 years ago, and I've been running yeah. Podcast Town for about four and a half years.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. So you're still a bit of an early adopter in that sense because in 2015, 16, there were a few, but there were not too many podcasts.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because podcasting has been around for quite a while, um, but there there'll there'll be these ebbs and flows in popularity. Um, when I started, no, not a ton of people had podcasts. Now that's not the case. A lot of people have podcasts now, and so it's it's really cool to see the industry sort of grow and and become an actual industry with a with an infrastructure and um, in some ways rules and things like that. So it's been a pretty pretty cool uh, thing
0: to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then so that we can drift easily into the actual uh, you know tactical side of the discussion, um, how's your day looking like right now? What are you doing? Okay,
1: so my day includes, I did a, um, a little bit of bookkeeping this morning, um, onboarding a new client, um, I'm here now doing this podcast interview, so that's content creation slash marketing slash relationship building, uh, later today I have to prepare for a webinar that we're doing um, in a little bit. And then I have to. Um, let me look at my to-do list. I'm looking at my operations to make sure that that's efficient. Um, there's a platform that I'm thinking about switching over to. So so right there, I've done, let's see, marketing and sales. I've done operations. I've done finance. Did I leave anything out of the, the, the four major areas of business? Mm, <laughs> so <no>. it's, a, <laughs> it's a mix of a lot of different things.
0: Okay. But uh, your main um activity now has to do with your agency and we're working with people to have successful podcasts right yes super so now (laughs) let's start uh let's start them let's put on the marketing slash business hat and let's uh, look at this through what i think would be our audience's eyes when we approach the subject of content marketing slash podcasting um I think we can start with defining uh, how a podcast can help a business and uh, how it could bring value to a content marketing strategy. And here we have two angles through which you can integrate podcasts into a content marketing strategy. One of them is as a company or as an individual that wants to build a personal brand to have your own podcast and to invite people and to associate yourself with these names and you know, sort of building on in that direction and create content on the way, or you can look at being present on more podcasts so that you can, um, again, be the thought leader to say so by being invited to all these shows and stuff. And now, um, what are your thoughts on this? Or how do you approach this angle with your clients? How do you feel a uh, podcast can be best integrated into this content marketing framework? Well, I think
1: to to answer your question, um, the three things that I always think about, whether you're guesting on a show or you're hosting a show, is building relationships, growing your influence, and building authority. Those are the three things that whether you're, um, you're it's a personal brand, if it's a, a corporate brand, you're going to want to do those things, right? You're going to want to build relationships. You want to raise your, um, your profile or your authority and you want influence because those are the things that are going to segue into building your know, like, trust factor, which is the, the ground level. That's why people do business with people they like, know and trust. Right. So mm-hmm. so I'll start there. Um, but I think on a, on a drill down level, you really have to understand who you want to talk to. Um, I, I think if you're in business, the fact that you need a podcast, um, that's a foregone foregone conclusion. Uh, conclusion. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be in the podcast space. I mean that that's to me, my opinion, that's not even an option anymore. If you're not in the space, you're already falling behind. So let's just get that out of there. Um, so okay. Mr. Mrs. business owner, if you're listening to this podcast, the mayor has declared that you need to be in the podcast space. Now, how you show up in a space varies de- depending on what your goals are, what your brand is, right? So, not everybody should host a branded show, but you should at least be guesting on shows. Why? Multiplication. You get to take advantage of somebody else's, what we just mentioned, they've already built the relationships with their audience, they've already established trust and authority, they already have influence. And so, you get to borrow that and cheat the, cheat the system, so to speak, by being a guest on their show, giving a uh, you know, massive value to the listeners. And it's a cheat code. So if you're not guesting on podcasts and taking advantage of that, what are you doing? Secondly, I would say <laughs> that um, you, you know hearing your voice, hearing even as I'm listening to my own voice, there's something that happens to us psychologically when we hear voices when we hear audio that is different from written and is different from video to have your brand's voice literally in between somebody's ears is a very very impactful way to present to them your message
0: why you exist and how you can help them Mm -hmm. very good point there okay and uh you know Having that in mind and knowing that this should be sort of like the discussion of how to guess and not if you or not, sorry, not how to guess, but, you know, um, not if you should or should not be on the show, but rather what appearance should you have there? Um, Let's say there is a business and they are sort of not anymore a startup. They have a presence and they have a marketing team um, and they are considering podcasts willing to take some action. Um, do you have a strategy with the clients that you work with at the moment to decide the direction in which they should go? Like, for example, if they uh, if they feel they would like to st- to be starring on podcasts, they need to do this and they need to think about it this way. Whereas if they want to have a podcast show, then deciding on the content strategy that they want to um, build, depending on the niche and everything.
1: Yeah, I always, Andre, always start with the end in mind. Um, every brand is different. Every company is different. Every company has a different um, internal resources and, and end goal. Right. So if, if a company comes to me and they say, Well, Elsie, we want to leverage podcasting. My next question would be for would be for what? What is mm-hmm. the the action? What is the end result of what you want to happen from your podcast? For some brands, it might be. We want people to just be aware of our brand and what we do, who we are and why we do it. Okay, our approach is completely different than if you say, well, no, we want to drive revenue with our podcast, what we do, how we do it and why we do it is going to be different um, in in that case. Or you might say, well, I just want an internal podcast so that we can um, hammer in our mission, vision, core values to our internal employees. Again, we're going to approach it differently uh, with that goal in mind. So I, I would say the first step is understanding what action you want to drive with your podcast and then tailoring literally everything else to that. Everything from your segments to how long the podcast is, your artwork, your show notes, the website, everything is going to be built based on
0: what your end goal is. Mm hmm. Cool. Very good answer. And um, to build on top of uh, what you just mentioned, um, because we just had this discussion with two of our clients, and I think it's good to put it out there for everybody that is considering this, is when you think about the podcast and you decide whether you'd like to be a guest or you want to have your own podcast, um, I think it's very important to bear in mind your content marketing strategy as a whole, like integrated as a company. Because what you ideally want to do is to use this audio channel that you haven't necessarily tapped into before so that you can drive sort of the same message at the same time in line with your other communications. So as as you were very uh, well mentioning there and pointing out, this is your opportunity to to put a voice to your brand. So if you do that, at least have a coherent message and be sure that the efforts that you do on one side are not going to be necessarily duplicated, but you're sort of following the same direction. Um, and everything is congruent from a brand messaging perspective. Absolutely. Um, OK, so now let's look at uh, content marketing and content uh, repurposing and refurbishing. Um, when you work out with your clients the strategy for deploying or launching podcasts, uh, first of all, do you have a launch blueprint that you could share maybe a bit of uh, for our audience here to understand what are some points that they should be considering if they decide to go down this route?
1: Well, I think in terms of blueprint, it, it kind of goes back to my earlier answer, right? It 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 kind of depends on, on the show what our goals are. But hi- higher level, right? You want to look at things like um, your target market? Who who are we talking to? What's our message? Um, and again, that'll, that'll inform things like the title, um, your show notes format, what artwork, what colors are we going to use, right? Because um, a, a lot of people don't understand the psychological um, impact of colors. So depending on who your target audience is, you might want to add those colors um, into your artwork. So looking at that, looking at um again what is the format of the show if it is um if you're trying to reach tiktokers maybe you don't want to have a two-hour long podcast because they Mm -hmm. probably won't want to listen to a two-hour podcast (laughs) they're tiktokers they like short uh meaty or funny or entertainment or, or, or entertaining clips so so again just stepping through all of those things um title um, market, um, basically putting together a creative brief of the show so that everybody's on the same page, um, to your point, reviewing the, the organization's mission, vision values to make sure that there's, con- you know, congruency and, um, and, uh, alignment there, um, and really just understanding the, the, the approach. Is it, um, every other week? Is it weekly? Are we going to do a, a daily show? Three times a week. So just really get intentional about all those details.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, would you be up to discuss maybe some podcasts? launch case studies and then uh, you know we can have a conversation there i'm happy to be open with our strategy as well with the podcast that we are doing right now so you know uh, people that have been with us from the beginning they probably noticed some changes as we went through the seasons and episodes uh and maybe we can have an open discussion maybe it helps people that are debating where to start or how to think about their own strategy okay cool um, do you want me to, st- I can start just to, you know, so I don't uh, throw you under the bus and then you can take over and uh, we can, uh, you know, debate certain decisions or ideas. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Um, so basically the story with this podcast is that we launched it in 2018 and we kept it up for a while and then we just couldn't, didn't have enough time to record anymore. So we left it there. Um, for a while. And then we decided last year in spring that we wanted to restart on it because we've been out from this space for a very long while. And as you mentioned, uh, we didn't, in terms of the sort of voice channel, we didn't have much activity here. So we had uh, graphics, we had a lot of content marketing in the form of written content, but not so much uh, audio. And we wanted to generate more content that can be then repurposed. We also felt running the podcast would be a nice tool to be able to give back to our community of subscribers and to our community of marketing leaders in this sense by inviting people that have more specialized knowledge from other areas of the world so at the moment we operate a lot in the uk and west europe as well as romania in europe so um we felt that you know helping people understand how things are going in the us or australia or even europe but certain countries would be very relevant to building that knowledge base and to complement the know-how Uh, And it's also easier to consume audio and more nice, (laughs) you know, in that sense. So we went and we launched and we were running uh, weekly episodes probably until uh, this spring. So for about a year. And how we thought about the um, podcast and we had some changes here on the strategy. First of all, we wanted to produce a blog post of each episode so we had a transcript and then we also wanted to tap into the seo benefit so most of the episodes as we are discussing now for example you know our discussion is on podcast marketing and you know content marketing we would use this to create internal links and backlinks uh, from certain platforms and essentially build on top of our seo while also helping our guests platforms so we would backlink to them and we use other platforms to create backlinks to them as well so from an seo marketing point of view that was beneficial for everybody Um, and then we use insights to create knowledge nuggets (laughs) to say so so you know very little pieces of uh, information that could be integrated in a visual or more recently we have started to use uh extracts from episodes on our tiktok channel so you know making it easy to consume but having a big chunk of content that we can then split and use across channels and this has worked very well but as you can imagine it was a lot of time that had to go into each episode probably about 20 something hours so with editing and producing everything and you know so we decided to not have weekly episodes for this upcoming season and the last um so we are running it twice a month and this gives us also a lot more time to promote and to, um, you know, to get every episode to a larger audience. So we are kind of changing direction as we go and as we feel it would contribute best to our audience as well as our business slash marketing plan, to say so. Um, and this was in short. How about uh, some of the podcasts that you have been involved in like some some nice stories that you felt were particularly relevant or some uh, shows that captured your attention recently
1: you repeat the last part you um you froze a little bit and i didn't hear the last part of uh, your oh oops
0: oops oops. okay uh so andre when you're editing this just uh cut me (laughs) and we'll start from here um so in terms of uh wait the question was so were there any shows that captured your attention or any nice stories that you can think of right now and what made them special?
1: Well, I can give you two. Um, so everything you said was great. Yeah. Uh, same. We, um, we, we try to, uh, again, when we're going through the, that, the, the strategy and the end goal that sort of determines how much of the repurposing we do, where it comes from that type of thing. But, um, naturally the, the anchor content is the audio. Um, so I have some clients where we'll, we'll do an article based on the, the, the content, and then we'll do a blog post and then we'll do snippets and de- so we'll do a, a number of, depending on the, their level of service of repurposing from that audio. Um, mm-hmm. because again, we want to capture the voice and the message, um, of the, of the, the client and the brand from that audio. Um, but um a couple of quick ones that I can think of offhand in terms of case studies is I have a client and and they do uh she's uh they're they're coaches, and we basically designed her show to drive traffic to her coaching clinics. Mm-hmm. Um so when you listen to the show, it sounds like they do role play, there's um some fun in there, and it really feels like you are going to one of their clinics. And mm-hmm. we have uh, doubled their clinic um, attendance because when people listen to the show, they get a sense of what it would be like to work with them. And so again, they, you know, when people subscribe, they like know, and trust, they go to the website, they already know what it feels like to work with them, what it might be like. And so they sign up, right? So that's what I mean in terms of looking at the end goal and then working our way backwards for them maybe we don't need all the extra repurposing stuff. Maybe we do. Maybe we add it in gradually as, as the show progresses to even, um, deepen the relationships and and put gasoline on the fire. Right. So, so again, it's always looking at the goal and then working backwards. Right. So there Mm -hmm. might be a time where we, we look at it and say, okay, well, we're getting good traction uh, with the clinics. Let's add a blog post to this. Let's add an article. Let's add some uh, TikTok videos or or whatever the case is. Um, And so so, again, our strategy is always looking at what our what what our goal is and what pieces of content do we need to draw out of that anchor content that 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 is going to move people to the action that we want them to to take Mm-hmm. Um, another example is um I'm a I'm a musician, I'm a singer songwriter, and mm-hmm. I have I'm a guitarist. <laughs> so hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have new music coming out this uh this year. And so my strategy is I'm gonna launch a podcast and I'm going to take people on my journey on why I wrote the songs, what they mean to me, where it came from, what was my inspiration, and then on the business side how much did this cost? <laughs> how long did it take? And all the details about the, this music. And, and that's my, that's my promotion strategy. I want to take people on the journey and then have the release in, in the podcast. And so the, you know, the jury's out, I don't know if it'll work or not, but, um, but that's my strategy is to, to really develop that relationship with, with listeners before the music even comes out. So that when it comes out, we've gone on that journey together
0: hmm Very cool. Uh, okay. Can we zoom into this music bit a bit because, <laughs> you know, it's also <laughs> one of my biggest passions and I'm very curious and I think it's going to be very relevant to our discussion here in the broader context. Um, so you have, you have identified that podcasting would be a very nice, innovative way in a way, uh, to promote and launch your music. Um, what are the strategies to promote it that you have in mind to grow the audience from basically zero in the beginning, since it's a new one, to whatever, if you have a goal, what's the goal? And what are the tactics that you are looking to deploy to get there in a short amount of time?
1: Yes. So my goal is to get, um, I want to get 300 people on my email list. That is, that's my goal. Um, and the, the idea is that I want those 300 people to share it with three people. Right. And so if my math is right, let me let me just get my calculator here. So if those three hundred people share, with three people, then I'll be at nine hundred ish. So my goal mm-hmm. is to get a thousand um a thousand ish people on the email list. And then when I launch, I want to be on a thousand people's uh, Spotify playlists. those that is those are my my two main goals. Mm-hmm. Um, my strategy to get there is I'm starting with my personal um, Facebook um because I think a lot of the people, um at least those foundational people, That's where they're, they're hanging out. Um, And then uh, from there, I'm going to start teasing it. And then once I launch the podcast, my only call to action is going to be um, when the, when they number one, share it with somebody that you think is also interested in this journey. And I want you to put me on your Spotify playlist. So that is the action that I want the people to take. And so Mm -hmm. the journey is I'm going to, I'm going to be sharing how I wrote the song like Um, The inspiration and all that stuff, starting with Facebook, Um, I probably run some Facebook ads just to kind of uh, raise brand awareness around what I'm doing and why. Um, But I really uh, want the groundswell of people who who follow me, who who want to hear the music them sharing with other people. So my strategy is simple. I want to um, guerrilla marketing, um, share it with your friends, um, starting with Facebook. Uh, we might look at TikTok, but um, primarily on Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. And in terms of uh, building up that email list, where are you looking to, I mean, are you going to create a subscription landing page that is different from your podcast to subscribe them to your podcast or how how is that going to work?
1: Yes. So I'll have a landing page, a squeeze page um, with a nice video on it saying, hey, I'm LZ, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I want you to do. Again, driving those same actions. If you if you're interested in the journey, sign up below and share this with somebody that you think would also be interested in a journey. And then for um, so there's two songs. So the songs will be um, at some point on that squeeze page so that they can they can download them for free. Or once that once they come out, or they can um, put a, a, a shareable um, link on there where they can share it to their friend right from that that squeeze page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, once the the songs come out, they'll
0: be on that same squeeze page. Very cool. Best of luck. I, <laughs> this is going to be exciting. Um, <laughs> one one quick tip here uh, that might. My- actually help you in getting boosted by Spotify and getting into those newcomers playlists uh, would be if you can ask them to pre-save your tracks. So if you, from your artist account, if you can uh, have them available to pre-save, then pre-saving them is going to help you when you do launch, get positioned a bit above. And depending on how you split it, when you you have to choose the categories and everything, um, you might actually be able to get into some targeted categories.
1: Ah, well, thanks, you for, thanks for that tip. I will no worries. implement that.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- th- this could actually make a difference. And um, yeah, because you mentioned uh, Spotify ads, depending on the budget, but uh, no, sorry, you mentioned the uh, Facebook ads, but depending on the budget, uh, if you want to get Spotify distance, you might be better off with Spotify ads and they tend to be less expensive as well. So, you know, for specifically targeting... Uh, music fans okay no the only thing that yeah the only thing that you need to keep in mind though is uh the only people that receive Spotify ads are people that don't pay for subscriptions so uh you know you'd get to probably the younger audience a bit better uh, what's the music by the way what genre
1: It is um worship music so it's a uh, Christian um worship
0: uh-huh okay okay um Yeah, I mean, you can at least have a look, see if it's something that you think would be um, like a channel that you think would work well. And, uh, you know, from there you can select specific artists that would be relevant to you, you know, like to the style, and then you can target the audience of those artists. And this is very targeted in that sense. So this could be a nice opportunity as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Cool, thank you. I'll take those things into consideration. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, great stuff, no worries, best of luck. Okay, now let's let's go back to our podcasting discussion. <laughs> okay, cool. So where did we leave it at case studies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah, very interesting and uh, a nice. Uh, both of them ha- are nice angles to actually think a bit outside of the box and um, bring your brand to life better through you know an, addition, an additional channel. And the question that I think is on many people's minds is how and when do you start to monetize when do you know it's a good time and what are the opportunities to monetize
1: that is the million dollar question right everybody wants to know how do i make money with this thing and kind of building off of the music discussion i think if if podcasters start to think about things similarly to music they we would be better off for example how much how do you monetize music Right. And, and then when I when I pose that question to people, like, I get that this look like, well, what do you mean? Because years ago, people actually bought music. They would, um, you know, and I'm dating myself. I, I told you I'm, I'm 39. So when I was younger, you would go to the store. And they had these things called CDs, compact discs <laughs> with music on them. You would grab it. You would pick it up. It was a physical thing you would take it to the register and you would buy it and you would take it home and listen to it. People don't do that anymore for the most part. Now it's, they stream it. You know, I, I can't tell you the last time I purchased music it's been many, many years. And so to make money from music is very difficult and it's different. Now I would say the same thing with podcasting. It it's people, Never pay for podcasts, right? You never could go to a store and grab it off the shelf and, and purchase it. But what you want to monetize is, again, the relationships that you have built. What that looks like practically is, for example, if you're a coach, you want to l- leverage that like no trust factor, the relationship, the authority, the influence to sell a course, or maybe it's an event, or maybe it's a product or a service. Um, that return on investment is a lot higher than Mm -hmm. selling sponsorship or ads, because for a a reason that is unknown to me, the uh, cost per um, milli, uh, which stands for thousand, Uh, is so low that you have to have a lot of downloads for it to make sense, for it to make it worth it, my Mm -hmm. opinion, right? So you have 10,000 downloads, that's um, 10 units times 335, that's $350. That's not a lot for the time that is going to take you to present your podcast, your audience, your reach to a sponsor, sign the contract and do all the stuff that it takes to get a sponsor. My opinion, it's much higher return on investment for you to sell a service, sell a product that you have than it is to go the ads route. So to answer your question, how do you monetize a podcast is you, you really have to look at it as a holistic brand. And how do you monetize the brand outside mm-hmm. of just looking at the podcast? How, how many people do you have on your email list? How many people are coming to your website? Um, are people clicking on the links in your show notes? Um, when you um, send an email, how many people are opening it? What's your open rate? Those types of things are all added value to monetizing your show. Um, so if, if you're looking at sponsorship, make sure you include, again, your email list, the, your web traffic, all of those things. How many likes and views and shares do you get when you post something on Facebook? That is a value add to a sponsor. So you really want to look at the podcast brand holistically and what value it, it's bringing and then base your sponsorship on that and not mm-hmm. just your downloads mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. even with that your own products and services the return on investment tends to be higher
0: <laughs> <laughs> right so basically what we do here that we are running two agencies and we do have podcasts and we do this thing it's basically just like a sort of uh, giving it the marketing channel approach rather than the revenue generating thing that we do would be you know for us now but thinking in context of everybody would be of better value than trying to make it a revenue generating engine by itself right yep Mm -hmm. cool and i think uh, this can be valid and a nice add-on point to our discussion a bit earlier when we were talking about uh, how should you approach a podcast or if you want to have a podcast what subjects do you want to have on it and you know sort of proving value in this way rather than by how much money you make off each 10k listens as you mentioned
1: mm-hmm.
0: cool this was um, this was a nice insight right so what do you have cooking these days lz uh what are you up to uh what's exciting you
1: for me, what's exciting me is just continuing to grow the agency. Um, you know, we've been around um, a little bit now uh, in podcast years, and now it's just a matter of um, really refining our our processes, our our um, services that we offer, and being creative on how we, we get our clients' results, um, and really just growing and and and, um, and impacting the world through through audio. I'm I'm a really big fan of the audio uh, medium. Right. Um, Right now, I'm spending most of my time in podcasting, but um, speaking and music and podcasting are all things that you know I have passions in, and so I'm I'm really excited about where audio is going as a marketing channel and um, our little slice of 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 the pie and uh, seeing that whole uh, industry take off.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And in terms of the clients that you that you work with, I know you offer sort of like a 360 offering or palette of services from you know having the production rooms to uh as we mentioned now a bit of the strategy i mean the strategy element of the podcast and everything that has to do with this um you know if anybody here on the show would like to have a conversation with you and see maybe explore something together uh are you localized in your area or and what type of clients do you work with typically
1: Um, my clients are, are, are all over. We don't have any international clients yet, but I mean, that would be great to, to work with people from, uh, other parts of the, of the globe. But, um, what we do is, is for the most part, we can do it virtually. Um, so we have clients in LA, um, New York and all over the U S so, um, naturally the studio itself, you kind of have to be local, but (laughs) all of the other services we can provide remotely. So, um, so yeah, I'd I'd love to, to have a quick chat with anybody who has, uh, more questions or want to, wants to just say hi.
0: Mm-hmm. super super okay so we'll have links to your platforms in the description of the episode and everywhere so people can connect with you directly um and just for the record so uh because we have quite a few people that uh, tune in from the us uh and literally from everywhere around the globe apart from we don't have enough or not, not so many in asia but other than that uh we are pretty international with the show uh, as it stands well, where are you located just so people know
1: we are in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the world champion Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Nice. <laughs> okay. Ozzy, uh, this was a very big pleasure to, to spend this evening, uh, this evening here <laughs> uh, with you. Uh, very nice insights and, uh, you know, really appreciate your uh, openness to all the subjects that we've been through. Um, if there's anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up, Yes,
1: the only thing I want to share is if you're listening to or watching this podcast and you are in business and you are not in the podcast space in some form, get in the space, um, whether you're hosting a show, guesting on shows or sponsoring a show, you need to be in the podcast space. Audio is going to continue to grow and people want to hear from you. They want to hear your brand voice. So get, get in the game for you supporting that. Cool.
0: Guys, thank you again for uh, tuning in today. Um, hope you enjoyed our topics here. Looking forward to have, to hearing your feedback. And, uh, you know, any questions that you might have directly to Elsie, you'll have his contact details uh, in the description of this episode or directly to us. And if it's something that we can do to maybe, you know, complement the insights that we brought to the table today, or maybe even organize something for future uh, in a more focused area of podcasting, then definitely let us know. And uh, make sure you take this as a homework and look into the way in which you can start to be present in the podcasting world. Uh, <laughs> uh, seriously now I mean this, this is definitely a space where you should be active as a brand, and it's a lot of opportunity here but LZ until next time this was a big pleasure wishing you the very best of success have a rocking good autumn and best of luck with your album uh, hit, hit us up as well when, it, when it's out or when you are pre-launching it uh, so we can save that to our Spotify uh, playlist too. yeah playlist account I sure will thank you so much for having me Thank you too. Have a nice uh, rest of the day. All right, you too. Speak soon.